0: What's good, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cash Out with the Coaches, powered as always by our good friends at Sports Pub Media, the best golf betting content out there right now. Before we even get started, I want you to look right below us. Hit that subscribe button, turn on the notification. So anytime you get all this great golf content into your feed, you know exactly where it is coming from, courtesy of Sports Pub Media. Travis Fulton, for me, this is my favorite week of the year. What say you, sir?
1: Yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. You know, when I was younger, it was the U S open. I just love the U S open. Um, and of course it's kind of fallen off a little bit, but now, yeah, I think, I think Augusta is number one for me. You know, it, uh, of course we were there in November. Um, it, it, it was Augusta. It looked like Augusta. It felt like Augusta, but it just wasn't Augusta, Augusta. you know? and now. It's April. It's spring, and the golf course. It's fast. It's firm. It's it's going to be furious. It's Augusta, baby. It is back. There's going to be people there, best players in the world, fired up.
0: I, I've been so excited to see all the different content from Augusta National the first couple of days of the week. But before we look forward, as always here on the show, we must look back. And over thirteen hundred days went by between Jordan Spieth winning at the open championship in 2017 and then getting the job done. in I would call it spectacular fashion yeah. at the Valero, Texas open, because I love it when a player goes out there and wins the golf tournament and doesn't back into a win because everybody else uh, literally couldn't hit a golf shot. That wasn't the case. Charlie Hoppen put everything he could right up to the final two holes and Jordan Speeth had the game to finish. And I thought it was one of the most popular wins that we've had in a very, very long time.
1: Well, speak for yourself. You didn't have a win ticket <laughs> uh, on Charlie, Charlie Hoffman? Hoffman that oh, I put oh, out here did? on the cash out with the coaches a week ago. But yeah, Charlie 366, Adam, you know, played very good on Sunday, but Spieth was better. You know, it's just, uh, he, he, he was just better and you can just see the magic, the ability to score the clutch performance. You know, when the heat is on, you have to hit the shot, hit some. Spectacular short game shots. The the shot on seventeen that he hit on Saturday was incredible. There was a shot on the back nine, just short. I think thirteen or fourteen. Uh, he threw it all the way back to the top shelf. There had spin. Just the way that he hit that shot was such conviction and speed mm-hmm. and confidence. It just, it just was like man. Like the way that he and it almost went in and went right up to it. And He looked at Grelish and it should have went in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he was
1: still barking at it. You know, it's still bark. That ball should have went in. And it's just fun to watch. I mean, he's, that's what it looks like right there down the stretch. You've got to hit big shots. The driver now is not a liability. He's gone to the fade. He's committed to it. Um, and now the irons and the wedges and the putter can go to work. He's magic around the greens. He's one of the best wedge players. He's one of the best putters. Yeah. He knows how to score. And Now he's coming to a spot that uh, he knows a thing or two about as well. I I think
0: you bring up a lot of good points. And the biggest one I take away is when you say his ability to score, because we remembered over the course of those 18 holes. And it seemed like everybody was watching. I mean, you look Mm -hmm. at social media and all kinds of different athletes are watching and you remember uh, how much he does move the needle and how he is for me, he's one, one B Tigers, one A and George one B. And maybe JT is, is two a, but the way he pulls off these shots and, and at the time, that he pulls off these shots and the way that he pulls off I- these shots make you remember, Oh, all those video montages that we've seen of <laughs> holding out for victory it, at the travelers of doing it at the open championship, all these different ways, the way he does it in style yeah, is what I love about Jordan speed when he is on. And so I think we can stop with the narrative Trav of is his game back because he's now had what five top fives this year in 2021, yeah. the game's back. It's just, is it back enough as we transition now into the masters? And could you have imagined that three months ago, if I would have told you that Jordan speed was going to be the, as of Tuesday, when we tape this show, the number two betting favorite at the masters, you would have told me I was crazy. (laughs) Probably would have. Yeah. Crazy.
1: I would have told you that uh, you were crazy. Um, But now that he's getting the driver in play and we're talking about For the last five weeks now, he's been in the positive strokes gain off the tee. And not by a lot, but it's enough. And that's Mm -hmm. what he needs to do. It's not a weakness. He's just slightly above uh, the curve there when it comes to strokes gain off the tee. He's not going back and re-teeing after hitting that dreaded low hook that just lives in the brain and then starts to filter through the rest of the bag, Mm -hmm. affects the approach gain, et cetera, et cetera. We saw it. We lived it with him. And wanted him to get out of that rut so badly. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've spent a lot of time coach thinking about Spieth and through this and talking to some of my resources that are out there. And, you know, I, I go back to, I had a conversation with Kurt Byron on my podcast and he said to me, I watched Jordan hit balls. This was early fall of last year and he was still hitting a draw. And I thought to myself, you know, he's got a good point there. Why is he still hitting a draw? You know, why is he still trying to hit a draw off the tee? Well, it has to be a distance-related thing. I wonder if it took Butch Harmon to look at him and say, look, go to the fade off the tee. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. Go to the fade off the tee. I know you don't hit it as far, but go to the fade. You've got to get it in play. Your misses have got to be more condensed. We still see him spray it right, but he can find it. He can punch back out and save par, make bogey at the worst and not get this low hook in there. So the strokes getting off the tee is moving in the right direction. His approach games on fire coach. I mean, he is, his iron game is, is terrific. His short yeah. game was magic in Texas. And how about this putting positive 5.7 last week. Uh, That's going to pay the bills too.
0: If he gets the putter going like that, or even close <laughs> yeah. to like when he was winning all those majors, you know, four or five years ago, he's going to get back to that point very, very quickly because of the approach game that you're talking about. I think he's realizing too that his approach game is so good that from 180, he's just as good as a lot of people from 150. And now that he's, whether it's Butch Harmon or whoever has gotten in his head and been like, listen, go back to that. Go back to the one way miss. And you're right. If you watch that entire round on Sunday, every single miss was to the right, it didn't have yeah. anything going to the left. And when you miss it in the same spot, then it makes it so much easier to figure out where to tee it, where to aim it, all that kind of stuff. And now that he's got it all figured out, I think he's going to be very, very dangerous this week. But trap, the guy that everybody's talking about, because of how easy he made things look in November, and I want to ask you this question: Do you think DJ can make Augusta National look as easy in April as he did make it look in November?
1: Well, he can make. Any golf course look easy with his game. I mean, DJ peak DJ can dismantle any golf course. But this isn't the same DJ coming in uh, to this Augusta as we saw. That's true. You know, back in the fall, he was the dominant number one player. Three wins coming in. He blitzed the weekend at Houston. I don't know if you remember that, but Saturday, Sunday. I mean, he just come roaring, killed it, uh, and and finished second. And then he just kept it going right at Augusta. It was very saturated in the fall. Uh, It was wet. It played longer, played right into DJ's hand. He was clearly the best player. I think he would have probably won anywhere that week, but this is a different golf course. This is fast. This is firm. going to play completely different. This is a different DJ as well. I've got some question marks from DJ, you know, a couple withdrawals late in the tournaments. That's I hate it. I hate it. I think he's fighting the driver a little bit. I really do. Yeah. And, and, and I'm getting this, you know, for my resources that, uh, there's another putter, there's another putter sitting in his bag. And it's like, Hey, DJ, why is that putter in your bag? And he's like, well, I just, you know, I just want to let the other putter know that there's other options out there.
0: See, if you watched him, <laughs> which is hilarious by the way, but I actually do believe that that Dustin believes that they could have a conversation while in said bag. Uh, but if you watch him put when he won in was it Dubai Abu Dhabi, one of those two, um, he couldn't make a three foot putt. No. You think I'm exaggerating. I'm not, he literally couldn't make a, a putt from this far. And he still won the golf tournament, which speaks to how good his game, his C plus game is over any field, let alone a field uh, at that new golf. No, Saudi Arabia, I think it was, it was, it was one of those. Two. It was Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It was he Saudi won. Arabia. And, yeah. And he, he lost won. strokes game putting. Exactly. It was yeah, it was one of the strangest things that I've ever seen yeah, in my was. life. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. So now, but he's also the kind of guy and the kind of golfer we know this, that at any given week can turn it on and make it look very, very yeah. easy. So I I have seen different reports on social media, ESPN, golf channel, that it is gonna be playing the way that you have described it. It's gonna be fiery, it's gonna be fast, it's gonna be uh, you know, all the undulations are gonna be even more uh, undulated, I guess, if that's a, a description and for a lot of the players, it's why when you come here for the first time, or maybe the first couple of times, a lot of players do not play well. Spieth is one of the few dudes who came in and started playing good from his first trip yeah. to Augusta. Why do you think it's so hard for, for players to figure Augusta out the first couple of times,
1: you know, Patrick Cantley kind of shed some light on that in his interview. And he was talking about, and just kind of learning how to hit shots into these greens, the different segments of the green, the shot shape into the greens, handling the uneven lies and the kinds of shots that you have to hit mm-hmm. uh, off of these uneven lies into the green. There's more slope here on this golf course than any other that they'll play. So I think that's a learning curve uh, in itself. And it's a second shot golf course, right? I mean, it's 7,400, but that's going to be running out. But it's a second shot golf course, big green complexes, a lot of stuff going on. So I think it takes a while to kind of figure out how to play your shots into these greens. And then in addition to that, obviously where are you gonna miss it? And then how you're gonna hit those shots around the greens from a trajectory and a spin standpoint. That to me is really, I love watching some of the finesse shots when it's fast and it's fury, cause you have to control trajectory and spin and that rollout um, versus when it's so wet, you know, it's kind of the one hop stop and no brainer. Um, the fairways play bigger off the tee. So it's it's just a, it's a different kind of um, golf. You know, it's going to be played a little bit lower in managing trajectory and spin and shot shape uh, into these big greens. So uh, I think there is a learning curve there. It's certainly played out that way uh, mm-hmm. over the years. Uh, but this is my favorite kind of golf. You know, I, I really like it when it dries out a little bit and, and we see the ball bouncing. You see them having to play um there there's the I think it brings out that that more crafty short game artist, you know, around the greens. Uh, and then, of course, the speed of the greens. It's another reason. you know, really fast greens for DJ. Mm, I, I get a little bit suspect, you know, when it gets really, really well, you're right. fast you're right
0: because his touch isn't isn't always the best. yeah it, let's, just, let's just say that. And also I think what you're describing is, when you say you've got to every part of your game, you've got to have different segments of every part of your game to play well at Augusta national. And if your short game isn't on point, it's going to be a very, very, very long week for you, which brings us to the next guy who I think shocked a lot of people when he showed up four or five days ago, and that was Brooks Kepka. He had knee surgery three or four weeks ago. And I think, and this is just my gut that he is so motivated by the fact that JT has won that DJ has won that. Now Jordan is one and that nobody's talking about Brooks Kempke anymore. So he gets engaged. That is front page news. He shows up. That is front page news. And now the question is, Trav, will he have the game maybe just to make the cut this week because <laughs> of the knee surgery that was not that long ago?
1: Yeah. It, it seems like a big ask to me. You have knee surgery and now you're going to show up and walk at Guston national for the entire week um, up and down those Hills. Yeah. Geez, I I'd be surprised uh, if Kepka was a factor. I really would. I, I think mm-hmm. it's a big ask, you know, there's going to be some rust there. Um, how's the knee going to hold up? Not just walking, but bracing against a lot of these uneven lies. And it's not just four rounds. He's been on property, right? So he's been hitting balls. He's been
0: walking the golf course. Um, but so has watched 18 holes yet though, Trav. He hasn't I, played that, 18 that he's only yeah. playing nine Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's not even playing okay. 18. So, so I yeah. think so it, it, you it,
1: it, it, to your point. Yeah. Yeah. So I there mean, you go. So there's a buildup to it. Just, it just feels like a lot to ask best players mm-hmm. in the world, huge golf course, tough to walk, uneven lies, uh, man. I just, I mean, to win, no, right. Make the cut. Okay. I'll go there. good. Obviously he's a top shelf player. I think he can make the cut.
0: We've seen one guy that has missed significant time, come back at the masters and done anything there. And you know who that one guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger Woods. That, he, he missed oh, yeah, all that right. time. Remember missed all that time came back and it was a big fanfare. <laughs> he finished fourth when nobody thought that he could, yeah. but there's been a, to my memory, there's been nobody else that has missed a significant period of time. And the masters is the tournament that you come back for And you do anything in that tournament. We just haven't seen it. It just doesn't happen because of how hard this tournament is to play. Before we get into our picks, I want to hit on two more quick topics. And then of course, the one you, you almost, it's, it's the topic you have to hit on because it's always (laughs) possible when we come here and that is Rory McIlroy. And that is finishing the career grand slam that he should have finished in 2010. He should have got it done when he snap hooked it on 10 and went so far left. If you've never been there, you've never seen how far left it is. You almost can't believe that a ball was over there, but yep. it was. Uh, that was his best chance to win with a three-shot lead on that tee. He hasn't really come that close since. Mm-hmm. Do you think he can muster it up, flip the switch, and and, and get the job done?
1: Um, no, I, I don't. I, I think there's there's some retooling going on right now with Pete Cowan. Um, would it be surprising that Rory? Gears it up, has a great week. He's not going to surprise anybody by that. It's Rory McIlroy. He's one of the most talented players of our generation. Um, but I, I just think there's, there's too much. That's a big ask as well, at least from my standpoint in, in thinking what I, I believe he is trying to go through and get in the club in a better spot and then um, you know get some things matched up through impact um, so he can get back to making the driver a weapon again. Um, Mm -hmm. he chased distance. He got himself in a tough situation,
0: um, as he he admitted,
1: which is baffling to me. I mean, I understand he's a great player the 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 will to want to try to improve, but to me, that was a silly mistake in the way that he went about it. Um, so he's kind of worked himself in a hole. He's coming out of it. And uh, we'll see, you know, I think uh, Pete Cowan is a great coach. I don't think you're going to see anything like to the eye that's dramatically different. You'll see some like waggles and things and trying where he's trying to get the club, maybe a little bit different from a feel standpoint. Um, But I think we need some ramp up here. You know, I think we need a little bit of ramp up here. Mm. uh, Some added pressure to him, um, you know, to try to complete the grand slam. I'm out on Rory this week. You'll see it in my picks kind of out on Dustin Johnson this week. You'll see it in my picks. So I've got some other guys for you to consider.
0: What I saw from Rory at the WGC match play was almost horrifying yeah. from a, a fan of Rory's who's watched him play all of these years yeah. uh, to watch the way he played against Ian Poulter, almost like he was lost uh, was, yeah. was almost shocking. He was. So uh, I'm out on Rory this week. Yeah. I don't think uh, not only do I don't think he has a shot because of how good uh, several other players are playing. That's why I don't think he can do it. Even if he flips the switch, I don't think whatever that game would be that he would flip it to would be good enough to beat the speech, the DJs, the JTs, uh, those guys that are in form certainly right now. All right, I'm going to give you four names. There, I call them the Young Bucks, and I've thrown an extra name in there now. But they're all playing the Masters, and two years ago when they were coming out of college, and you would have said all of these names would be in uh, the Masters. I think we would have said it's not possible, but they've made it possible. We're of course talking about Victor Hovland, Matthew Wolf, Colin Morikawa, Morikawa is already a major champion, but I'm going to throw in there, Trav, Will Zalatoris because three months ago, he wasn't in the masters and he has just consistently worked his way into the top 50 in the world. He is now playing there of these four. Who do you think has the best week?
1: Well, I'm going to go. I I think, I think Morikawa has the best week. I, I really do. You look at, you know, historically. This golf course, you know, it's easy. I think Brandel Chambly had some good comments last week on Air Golf Channel uh, last night, you know, talking about like the perception can be this is a putting contest at Augusta, right? In the mm-hmm. complexity of the grains and the speed. And, and we know putting is, has value and is important. You can't be a dog. But it really is a ball striking paradise here. And I, I agree with that. I, I think when you look at who has played well here, it's really not that different than all the other golf courses. And we say, Hey guys, strokes, game approach. That's a really important statistic. <laughs> but Especially. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the same thing here. You yeah. know, strokes game approach plays out here. You, it's a second shot golf course and you, you have to have the ability to be great in your approach game. Right, mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that, OK, now there's got to be some experience there, of course, and, and learning how to navigate that, as we talked about in the opener. Uh, but of those names, not a whole lot of them have a ton of experience. So it's like, OK, we throw that out we go to the best iron player and I default. You know who my boy is. I default to Colin. Colin Morikawa. Yes. I, and and he is the best ball striker in the game um, when it comes to iron play. He's not that bad of a driver of a golf ball either. So. I think more Kawa. Yeah. His putting scares the daylights out of me. He's streaky. We're going to have good weeks. We're going to have bad weeks. I think a semi good week in the way that he hits it. He's the, he's the class of those four.
0: If the, the greens are as fast as you say, they're going to be. Then I think he's really going to struggle on the greens for a long enough period of time that he may have a great, <clears throat> excuse me, a great Saturday and Sunday, but I think he's going to be so far back that he won't be able to uh, scare the lead. Cause I think he's going to take him a little while to get adjusted, but I could be wrong. Uh, but I think he struggles on the really, really fast greens. Uh, with that being said, I think it's going to be Victor Hoblin Will yeah. Zalatoris? I would never pick somebody who's showing up. that uh, hasn't played a long, long period of time on the PGA tour, especially mm-hmm. here at Augusta. I think Victor, his game adjusts very, very quickly. Uh, he can have a bad two or three holes and all of a sudden it clicks in. And he really, really, he also grinds. And I think at Augusta national, sometimes uh, for one or two days, you have to grind. And then you still got to throw a 66 on the board. He can do both of those things. So because of that, I'm going to say that Victor Hovland will have the best week this week, uh, but call it I could, absolutely... I'd love to see both those guys there.
1: I really would. Wouldn't I'd love be to great? see those two names in the mix. I'd really love to see those two names in the mix. I really what would. If it,
0: what if it was Hovland and Morikawa, and then you would have, let's say Spieth. And Rom and Bryson, like those are your five names. Sunday, first of all, Van Pelt would lose his mind <laughs> doing the preview show. Yeah, and then to be able to lead into that, and that's possible. And I think that's why we love the majors so much because it's only ninety to hundred players, and almost every single one of them—not all—almost every single one is a name and has a story. Yeah, and would be a good story to win. I think that's why this is such a a popular tournament. Why
1: wouldn't it golf's on fire right now, coach? It is on fire. I mean, he couldn't be in a better spot. Yes. Let's get the fans back now, right? Let's get the PGA mm-hmm. tour right with the revenue coming in and all that. But Spieth winning last week, coming into the- <laughs> could be any better, <laughs> it's, could it's not be
0: any, any better. It's absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, and if, if tiger had to have a, a bad accident and miss the yeah. masters, this is the, this is the best case scenario for that. Uh, it'd be great to see Tiger on site too, but I doubt that that's going
1: no, um, to
0: happen. All right, let's jump in and do our picks for the week. So here's what we do every single week we have five different picks two head to heads, a top 20, a tournament winner, and then a wild card play that can be anything on the board. Travis gets his picks from DraftKings. I got mine this week from William Hill. So take that for what it's worth. But most of these matchups you can find on any book. Okay. So, your first matchup, what do you like this week, Trav?
1: All right, who do we got there, Cody? We got uh, DraftKings Sportsbook,
0: Patrick Reed, baby, <laughs> plus
1: 105 over your boy, Xander Schott. Yeah, 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 gentlemen, Patrick Freaking Reed uh, is in the house.
0: Does Make he sell those on his website? Are those <laughs> no. him?
1: Oh no, No, I designed this. I designed, I designed all my clothes. This is, this is,
0: (laughs) I didn't know that you make all those t-shirts.
1: Yeah. I made this one here. So this is, I'll be wearing this uh, all week. Okay. Read, you know, 2018 champ. And you know, Patrick is a hard one to handicap because when you look at him, right, he, he doesn't like it. Nothing really jumps off the screen from a statistical analysis standpoint. Now we know He can really get it going with the putter, and we know he's a great short game player. And and right now, I think you're seeing Patrick coming in on a little bit of a heater with the putter. I think there's a lot of confidence flowing right now with Patrick when it comes to the short game and with the putter. You evaluate the changes he made with Ledbetter and the full swing, right? I think you've seen some really good moments from a ball striking standpoint. He won earlier this year. And then you've seen some moments that were maybe not so good, but maybe not quite to the bottom that you've seen him fall from a ball striking standpoint. So I'm optimistic uh, with the things that are happening from a ball striking standpoint. I think a good iron week approach week, he knows how to play this golf course clearly uh, with the way that he's operating the wedges and the putter. I think Patrick Reed will be a factor here. And then you, and then you factor in that Xander Schauffele is just not playing good golf. Um, You know, Xander, has just kind of slowly pewtered here a bit, right? When he gets in the hunt, you know, he kind of fades away. And now we're not seeing Xander really get in the hunt too much. So I think Xander's in a little bit of a, of a slump right now. I think Reed is, is on a really nice streak around the greens. I think he feels very good about what he's doing from his ball striking standpoint. I I think we have a confident Patrick Reed coming into Augusta plus one Oh five. I couldn't pass up.
0: Sometimes in, in golf betting, you have a perfect storm where you have a player that's kind of on the rise or playing really well. And then Vegas will not adjust the odds for a big time player who's doing this. And Mm -hmm. to me, this matchup is that perfect storm that iron play and around the greens. That's what Patrick Reed's strengths are. And so he's always going to be in contention, in my opinion, at Augusta national Xander's just not, as you said, as simple as it, he's not playing well and I would fade him all day. Yeah. Oh, the, the
1: thing was Xander too. You look at him like it's a little bit of everything. It's just, it's like his driver's not as good. His irons are not as good. His short games. It's Everything's just kind of
0: blah. I say he, I think it's, I say his game right now is blah. Yeah. Because just, it, he, he hung around, he hangs around par and you know, he'll be a plus one. He might make the cut, okay. but he's not having these week by week top twenty fives anymore. No, like he was having no. uh, almost every single week for damn near 20 weeks. Yeah. Uh, so I love that pick. My first matchup looks a little something like this. And again, I got mine from uh, William Hill this week. Paul Casey always plays well at Augusta nationals plus 100. I'll take it over Tony Finau. Tony Finau kind of is in the same category. Uh, Trav that Xander Shoffley is to me. And it shows how quickly it ebbs and flows and how much a PGA tour season is like a teeter totter that he was red hot top tens every single week. And now for the last month, ever since we came to the Florida swing in the WGC, he really hasn't done very much at all. So this is as much about Paul Casey always playing well at Augusta and Tony Finau, just not being in form right now. And you, be, you give me a plus next to yeah. Paul Casey's name. I'm going to take it all day.
1: Yeah. I, I, I was looking at that one. I, I agree. Um, I was, Peter Costas was talking on air on PJ tour radio. And he was talking about how Paul Casey feels about as confident as he's felt. And, and Peter oh, really? Costas was talking about just how good he looks. His swing speed is up. He feels good. He's going to probably his best shot to win a major, which is at, you know, Augusta. And the clock's ticking. Paul Casey's playing great golf. He probably feels like, I'm playing great golf right now. I'm going to one of my favorite places. I have a chance to win here. I like this bet. Finau, good start, but he's really faded away
0: as of late. Big time. Big time. Okay, our second head-to-head matchup looks like what for you, Travis
1: Fulton. Well, we'll go back to DraftKings here. Uh minus 120, Patrick Cantley over Rory McElroy. We're gonna put 25 bucks on that. That just shows you how I feel about Rory coming into this week. Wow. I think we're I think we're in a little bit of a of a lull here, obviously. And there's gonna be some time here uh for Rory to build things uh back up. Can he flip the switch and shoot 12 under? and beat Cantley by one. Of course he can. I think it's unlikely. I do think Cantley will be there. Um, I, I really like Cantley. I'll put money on him to win as well, uh, in my betting card. Uh, but you know, Cantley, I'll tell you what, you look at just the golf that's been played in this calendar year. I'm not sure anybody's played much better golf than Cantley. Maybe collectively, collectively, other than Spieth, other than yeah. Spieth <laughs> you know, um, Spieth Cantley, I would say calendar year are probably one and two. I mean, Kelly shot back-to-back course records for crying out
0: loud. That <laughs> I mean, 61. That that was something fierce on the final day of the American Express. That,
1: it was nuts. And then he mm-hmm. goes to the Pebble the next week and ties it on Thursday. You know, so he's just playing stupid golf. I mean, it's crazy golf. The match play just recently, the first two rounds on fire. I mean, completely on fire. Seven birdies and an Eagle. The first ending, he shot 64, 65, and then he got beaten, didn't get out of the most competitive.
0: I was surprised by that. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I really, really like Cantley. I don't put a lot of stock into the players. He missed a the cut there. I get that. Everybody misses a the cut there once in a while. I, I think he's very confident. I like what I heard in his press conference too. I just get the feeling this is his fourth time playing the course, coach, that he's he's he knows what he wants to do now. And and he's gonna come full force. He's gonna be there late Sunday, mark it down.
0: I just wish I saw more from him and it, it's not his personality. Yeah, I, I get that, that and, 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 and no, but I can't, I can't, he's, he's, he's a, he's a top five buy for me almost every single week and I can't get past it because I want to be yeah. excited. Uh, but that's a me problem. It's not a Patrick Cantlay problem, but it is. If he wants some sponsors, uh, I will say this, that for Rory, when I worked the masters uh, three years, and I would mm-hmm. go out there and for some reason he was always doing practice rounds by himself. He just presents this week differently for himself than he does any other week. And I think that's a problem. I think he he intentionally comes into this week and he knows how important it is and how his name could be in the record books next to the all time greats if he gets it done and he changes. Mm. And I think that is the biggest reason there is so much pressure on his shoulders now because it's been an extended period of time since he's been able to do this or eligible to do this. And I think it's weighing on him. That's why I, it may be one of those hail Mary 45 passes prime. And he finally gets it done. But as long as he's at playing at a high level, I think he puts too much pressure on himself to get the job done uh, this week. So I love fading uh, Rory with the game he's got right now. Uh, My number two head to head matchups, a little something like this. I got to take Jordan feet. Are you kidding me? This is a dude who's playing so good right now. Five top fives this year uh, wins last week. This is the course that was made for him. He should have at least two green jackets by now, maybe three, if everything fell the right way. Uh, he's always there. Even when his game wasn't that good, he still figured out a way to play pretty well. To me, it's, it's very simple. This will be a sweat all the way to Sunday. I think JT <laughs> could finish top 10, but I think speed is going to win the golf tournament. So I will wow. gladly take him at plus money over JT. You're
1: going to sweat that one.
0: For sure. <laughs> You're going to sweat It'll be that a one. fun sweat. It'll be a fun sweat because I bet yeah. everything that I put out here on cash out with the coaches. I bet with my own money. So yeah, people so ask me all the time, I, I, "Do you, I bet you really?" I bet and we, yep. Absolutely, you got to have yep. credibility. You yep. can't just throw it out there and go, "Hey, you guys go play that." Yep. So I will sweat this one with my own cash yeah, all the way to Sunday. <laughs> JT's figured out Augusta. He's <laughs> I know, I know. Every number, me. every year, he gets higher and higher and higher.
1: Trust me, JT's happy. Sweet won. They're friends, but now he's like, okay, now I got Speeth back. I'm gonna I'm gonna show him this time around. Who's boss? JT 13 wins, speed 12 wins. Speeth was the Harold one coming out. Okay, now let's go head to head. It's coming. It's coming. Well, it's and and now they're watch. gonna be
0: back in the same same groups again. Because you know this when you fall off and you fall out of that yeah. tier, yeah, then you don't get in those primetime tea times. Now Speeth is right back in those prime time tea times. So I'm I'm looking uh, forward to that, by the way.
1: Some well, Justin back in the oh, oh yeah, some Speeth JT. You know, I'm here for it. Yo, yeah. I'm
0: here for yeah. it. Are you yeah. kidding me? This is this is the best case scenario that all the big guns have won in 2021. And I'm talking DJ Bryson, JT and speed. They've Mm -hmm. all won. And that is unheard of leading up to the masters in the first 10 weeks of the year. And so all of them have those fresh, really good memories in their head, uh, which I think we're going to have an unbelievable masters, which brings us to our top 20 pick. Who do you like? Well, my top 20 pick I'm going back to the well, (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my boy Matt Kuchar had him <laughs> last week. I told you he just needed a little love and care from his coach Chris O'Connell in Texas. I talked to Chris about it and he was like, "Yes, he did. We needed to get some things back in order." Let me see in here. Let's
0: so situation.
1: Let me give you a little lesson on the golf swing here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can't have that club face coming down open. You got to get it prepared and closed. You think Kuchar would know that by now? You think, especially, especially when you get on a run of strokes, gain approach. That is so red. I'm looking at it. It's just red, red strokes, gain approach. You can't compete when you're giving up that kind of distance
0: for, for know? those people who are brand new to golf uh, to, to that. What do you mean by red? I'll, I'll explain that to the, to the novice so
1: person. Stroke scan approach. Mm-hmm. If you're in the red, you're losing strokes. Okay. Okay. So negative one stroke gain approach. That would be in the red. Now in the green okay. would be positive, right? So at Valero stroke gain approach, he was positive 2.3. And he had to had a number like that in a That's long a great number.
0: time, a
1: long time. Correct. So Correct. when you're giving up that kind of distance um, stroke gain approach, I mean, goodness gracious, you got to be winning there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Cooch is not long. I think the firm and fast conditions are going to help Cooch. I really do. Um, I think Cooch looks more confident to me. His approach game is back on point. Uh, he's a good wedge player. I think he's good around these greens. I think he, I think Cooch is a good putter. positive three last week. I I think Cooch is starting to feel some mojo and he was getting beat up there for about a better part of the year. Cooch went away. (laughs) And I think now like he's kind of relevant again. And as Chris O'Connell texted me, he says, you know what? He looks like Matt Cooch again. And Matt Kuchar knows how to score. And Matt Kuchar knows how to play Augusta. He's been here many times. Um, he's been in the top 20 a few different times. I, I think the course sets up well for Matt. I think he's going this way, plus 275. Let's go back to the well and go back to
0: back. I, I've always been fascinated with his swing at how he doesn't look like a top flight PJ tour player. He looks like the old dude that you're going to play with. Uh, you know, on the 10, 10 T time on a Saturday morning, as opposed to a top flight player, but he's made it work for himself. And early on in his career, even when he was an amateur, he played pretty well at Augusta Nash. This has always been a place that he really likes to play. So you factor in the, the last month of how he's played and you're going to get almost plus 300 and people who bet on golf, you need to understand that when you see some of these numbers this week, they are a little bit skewed. Don't get worried about it. The reason they're skewed is because it's, it's a very limited field. It's not a normal master, or excuse me, normal field like a PGA Championship or US Open. There's 140, 150 players. There's only 90 some. So if you get a number like this, this is big time value at plus 275. Coach, so, he was T12
1: and just back in 2019. Exactly. He was it's, T4 and two.
0: I mean, like he knows how to play Augusta. He's only got to finish top less than top 20 percent. He's only got to beat less than 80 percent of the rest of the field. That's I'm incredible putting, value here.
1: I'll put more than fifteen on
0: that number. I guarantee you that. All right, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I was able to educate you and everybody else and raise that number from Matt Coocher
1: for me. I'm sorry, were you talking or was it listening?
0: You're never listening. <laughs> uh, my top twenty. Th- this to me with a plus next to his name is the easiest money that I'm ever gonna make. Paul, freaking Casey, to borrow your uh, t-shirts, term. Yeah, this dude is automatic at Augusta National, and he has that ability. There's only a few guys in the field that have this ability that when it starts to go South, that all of a sudden when you're looking at the master scoreboard or that they're incredible uh, masters.com that you can get all the information. How did that dude go from 400 to plus two? How did that dude go from 300 to to plus three? It happens so quickly at Augusta national. For some reason he has the ability to avoid the disaster, to avoid the big number, to figure out that his bad day is going to be a 71. And that's why I love Paul Casey at Augusta and a top 20. And I would encourage you, if you're going to play this to play it today, because these numbers are only going to go down as more people play these guys heading into Thursday morning. So get your number and get it right now. What do you think of Paul Casey's top 20? I mean, he's,
1: he's, uh, he's going to be played, you know,
0: like you look at him, he likes this place.
1: He's showing good form. Yeah. I, I think a top 20 is certainly, um, in his sights, you know, for Paul, I think he's found a little, he, he's found some comfort in his putter as of late too, which mm-hmm. is nice to see, you know, you can, I mean, he, he, he can fall, you know, with the putter. So, um, I, I think I, 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 if I had to bet even without listening to Peter Costas talk, I, I think Paul's probably as confident coming into here that, that he maybe has ever been with his game, considering well. the improvement with his putter.
0: Because of what you just told me, I'm doubling my bet on this uh, because I like what you told me. I like what Peter Costa says, and he sees him as much as anybody (laughs) when they're practicing. There you go. There you go. Uh, All right. It's that time. It's time to pick our winner. Who's going to be slipping on that green jacket come Sunday evening as the sun is going down and the crowds are surrounding the 18th green. And we're sitting texting each other about how unhappy we are that our guy isn't winning it. But right now, our guy is winning. it, And who's that going to be, Trav?
1: Well, you know, I I go back to when I had my first child. Um,
0: (laughs) You're bringing (laughs) up childbirth. I go back to
1: to when I had my first child. And I had a lot of anxiety, you know, and Mm -hmm. just stress. And I don't know. Just like, come on, let's have this baby, you know. And I wasn't even getting ready to play in the masters. Right. I was getting ready to like maybe playing the skins game on Sunday. <laughs> that,
0: yeah. Monday morning. Wait till Tuesday, honey. That, Wait that till I, Tuesday.
1: That I didn't go playing after. Anyway, like when the, when our child came, it was like oh, healthy baby. She's relief, you know, so happy. Um, now I don't remember a damn thing after that for like the next month, <laughs> but you know what John Rom's going to do coach. He's like, I gotta go play a golf tournament. Right. He's not, He's like, peace out. he's like, he doesn't have to go through all that madness. All he feels is relief and sleep. Right. And for that, he's a dog, but I'm going to go with this dog this week because he is going to be smiling ear to ear. Mama doing good. Baby's doing good. And John Rahm's game coach is bubbling up. And I think with the question marks of DJ, with the question marks of, Um, of Rory, like we talked about Xander, like there's a lot of question marks here for some of the bigger name players, even Bryson. Bryson hasn't proven himself yet at Augusta, That's true. like, that's true. So, um, like, why not? Right. To me, like JT. Yeah. He feels right. Spieth, obviously, but ROM, you know, the driving game, the iron game has been fine. We're kind of battling a chili putter up to this point. Um, but it's warming up. I was really, really optimistic on what I saw at the players. Uh, really good numbers across the board, his best putting week in ninth. Uh, I think he played well at the match play. I think he comes in here feeling like, okay, now it's my time and I can get eight hours of sleep. (laughs) I'm not going to text her until the rounds over to take that beat. You know, like everything is good in the world for John Romp. and it should be congratulations, John.
0: Do you know those great uh, Twitter handles that do like the NFL memes, or they'll be like uh, uh, his mind versus my mind, those type of things, right? Yeah. I can already see how this one played out because his wife knew who he was, uh, knows how big this weekend is. But in his mind, as he's kissing her goodbye, sweetheart, I'll miss you every single step of the way. And she's saying, Yes, honey, you go, you go win it for the fam. He's walking out and he's like, She's really happy for me. And then on her side, she's like, you son of a bitch. I cannot believe that you are leaving me right now. Go play the freaking (laughs) master. You know, that's what's going on in her head right now. And that's why there's so many stories about she's an amazing wife. She stands behind me a hundred percent. Unless I had a baby two days before I left to go to the masters. (laughs) And then she wasn't so happy about it. Uh, but, uh, Anybody that's a golf wife, especially the wife of a top 10 player, you've got to understand this. Um, you you, he He has to go and play. And maybe this will be the motivation that he needs that the first tournament he plays in right after his beautiful baby was born and he gets a victory. It's got a nice, sweet tone to it but it's just not going to happen.
1: Hey, it's a lot. And let's put it this way. It's going to be the last damn week of sleep that he gets in
0: quite some time for a long, long time. You better get that Winnebago (laughs) fired up. It's going to be out on the road. Really, honey, you really want to travel with me? Why don't you just stay home? I'm good. I'll get an assistant. I'm straight. Uh, (laughs) My winner for this week. And the reason John Rahm is not going to win is because I think we're going to have something that's rarely ever done. And that is when the week before the masters and getting it done the week of the masters. Jordan Spieth is special. He's special at Augusta national. He showed us from the very first trip as a pro that he took to Augusta national when he nearly won the damn thing, that this was going to be a spot that weekend, or excuse me, year in and year out, he was going to be a factor. You throw in the fact that now he has his game back. The fact that he's just plus 1000, I was smart enough or dumb enough to have a 50 to one ticket that I played back in January, which I'm holding right now. Thank you very much. Uh, But a lot of the times it does not go that way. If somebody's 50 to one, rarely do they get up to 10 to one, but that's exactly what he's done. And I think right now, when you talk about dangerous, you talk about guys that can love a fast, fiery golf course, fast, fiery greens. This guy rises above all the rest. So I'm taking Jordan Spieth plus 1000 to win his second green jacket.
1: I hope he's there. I mean, has there ever been more anticipation for the number 38 ranked player <laughs> in the world coming oh, into a tournament? Amazing. It is. I hope but he's there. no, you know, the answer is no. I'd be fa- I'm. I'm curious to to see how he plays number two. Um, is he going to try to draw it off on number
0: two? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see 10. Um, that's that's such a hard, because when you fade it, you're fading it, you know. Yeah, it's it's such a hard where you're landing it with the with the hill and and it's just yep. a hard driving hole regardless of which way you do it.
1: And then um, what am I missing here? Oh, uh,
0: 13 well, 11, 11, on yeah. 13, right? Those if, are the if, three if, holes. 13, if, right if, to left. Yeah, yeah, you have to, or else you're not going to have that sort short second shot in on 13. Right, you're so, going to be up in the know. trees.
1: So those are the shots that you yep. know a guy that you know I don't want to <laughs> mm-hmm. see him hitting a lot of draws off the tee. Like I just yeah. know, you know, and so. What's he do there? Does he take a three wood, which is easier to trap and draw and just sling it, which is probably what he's going to do on 10. I would think,
0: but I think, I would 13, think and two,
1: 13 and two, you know, you got to try to get down there a little bit with the driver. So I, mm-hmm. I, those are going to be interesting shots to watch for, for, for Spieth. But my golly, I hope he's there. I do for golf. I hope he loses by two to ROM um, <laughs> just to pay back and and get another one of those winners there. But um, but yeah, he's got, it's just, it's fun to watch. He, he's just, he's got it, you know, and he's just got it but down he, he the is, stretch.
0: He, yes. He's got it. There, there is nothing more difficult. I think that's, that's, I rarely use the term superstar to me. That's, that's a special group, especially in the golf game. You got to be able to dial up the special shots when you need them. And right. we have seen, there's very few guys that when they're called upon, like when you need a 40 yard chip shot that you got to have that you put it that far. Like he did at the Valero, Texas open. Yeah. He's special in yep. the special yep. moments. And we've seen Augusta can just reach up and grab guys. Molinari here to had a green jacket. It didn't happen. Tiger takes over that back nine on Sunday. We've seen it grab Jordan, right? And he hit two yep. in the water, just chunked them. It's special when you can get through all these big holes. And I think Jordan this year has the game. Final pick, wild card. What do you got?
1: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach here a little bit. All right, I'll go top ten uh, with Sergio, Sergio.
0: Uh,
1: plus four fifty draft DraftKings sportsbook. Um, you know he he's a former champ here. You know, I just as I'm as I'm going through and you're doing your research and you're looking at players and I just can't get past how good Sergio Garcia is hitting the golf ball. I mean, I I know the putter is pretty sour. Um, and, and, and can be really sour at times. It wasn't at the players. He was only lost 0. 0.4, but I mean, his approach game is just incredible. I mean, it mm. is like Morikawa Thomas, like you gotta, I mean, that's the kind of iron player. Sergio is positive 8.3, positive 8.3 strokes and approach at the players positive six, seven at Mexico. <laughs> Like that is crazy just, type numbers, you know, and his and his driver's good. I mean, his driver's always gonna be positive one or two. So it's like, okay, he, you know, he's gonna get a lot of looks. Um, his short game's not bad. Short game's okay. Um, he was he was good short game the last couple weeks. You know, it just comes down to if if he puts like he did at the players, I think he's a top 10. I really do. One if of the great putts,
0: if, uh, that's a big, a big, if, uh, do you remember this is still one of my favorite stories? Um, uh, and I don't have the names and maybe you'll have them and can help me out with the story. But, uh, Sergio names his first child after every, every hole at, at the masters is named something. So I believe his first child is, is, can you type it in real quick? I think it's yeah. Azalea, right? The first child's name is yeah, Azalea. I think it is. Yep. So then remember when he had the 10 on 15, What is the 15th hole's name? I can't remember. But basically, Rich Lerner on Golf Channel, when when Sergio carted the 10, he said clearly Sergio is not going to name his second child, whatever the name of that hole is. And I remember listening to that live. Do you have the name? What is it? Enzo. Enzo. Yeah. Yes. He said, yes, he says he's not going to name his second child. Enzo. Yeah. I literally fell off the couch. It was one of the greatest lines I've ever heard a sportscaster say in my life. Now Sergio's family. I don't think was so fun. thought it was that funny, but if you have a sense of humor, I mean, how hilarious yeah. would that be? He's sort of 10 on the 15. And you say that it's just, that's nothing short of brilliant. I thought that was pretty funny. Is but, it too late
1: to change this to top 20?
0: <laughs> because of that story, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you're starting to look. think now. You're starting to think about Sergio that one bad round. Is it going to come on Saturday or Friday?
1: Is There's that no bad big rounds difference? hitting your approach like that.
0: Okay, okay. I don't. I don't mind Sergio right now. I think he's playing very well. I think he's absolutely. Oh, he's, he's, he's hitting. He's him absolutely right, in form. Like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, top uh, ten. Mine. Top ten of it, the players. Here's where I think you and I disagree because you think that it's going to be very difficult to compare games from November two games in, in April. And I do agree with that to a certain extent, but you're still playing the same golf course, just in different conditions. That's why my wild card pick is cam Smith who played really well, finished second in November, Uh, but I'm getting it plus 300. So I have to look at the value. I have to look at the number. And if you're going to give me this for a, what do I have it? Cody top 10 or top 20. Yeah. Top 10 for a plus 300. 15 bucks. I'm going to take this all day. Cam Smith right now. He is in form. He's very, I think for a guy like him, Trav, it's a good thing that there's only six months in between these two masters and not a full year because yeah. he doesn't have the history here that other players have. So I'm going to take him easily plus 300 top 10. If, if
1: Sergio could pot like Cam Smith, my goodness, you have a hell of a player. Oh yeah. I mean, Cam they Smith coming in on a bit of a heater. I think, you know, Cam Smith's weakness is his driver. Um, he can't be crooked here, you know, yeah. so it's, it's, he's been a little bit erratic probably, um, here oh. of late through February and March with his driver got to hit it straight. Oh. He can't be short and crooked at Augusta.
0: Well, it costs him on the floor to swing to your point, yeah. because there's so much water. He was hitting in water everywhere yeah. and there's not a lot of water at Augusta only a little bit but that's not the issue. It's the trees that are the issue at Augusta. National. And the All distance
1: right. for him, 74 plus that's long for him.
0: It's, it's 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 a big boys golf course. All right. Your final thoughts before we uh, say goodbye and we settle in for what is a, a phenomenal week, every single week.
1: I, I just, I just think we're rolling right now, coach, you know, and there's just so much good energy in the game. Um, I, I, I really feel good about our picks. You know, Augusta's it's a, it's tough. These head to head matchups, look at it. It's tough. You know, I mean, you know, you don't, you're not, you don't have all the statistics, you know, with Augusta and the way they play there with some of the other courses, you know, that we get from Shotlink and whatnot and all the data. Yep. So it's hard to kind of go through that. But um, it's just uh it's such a brilliant golf course. It's such a brilliant tournament. Um, I, I just know in the way that things are going, we're gonna have a great leaderboard and it's going to be a very Entertaining Sunday. It's just going to happen, man. It's just everything is finally, I think, lining up for the game of golf.
0: We have never had. I can't remember if we ever had, but it's been two years since the Masters was played at this time. There is a hunger. I think the players uh, have been very overt about their uh, love of the fact that the Masters is showing up at this time of schedule. And I agree with you that I think we're going to have a thoroughbred type of finish on Sunday. It's going to be the big boys of the big boys. Uh, The newbies need not apply. The big boys are playing this weekend. And I think we're going to see one of the big names uh, really step up, whether or not it's my guy speed. I don't know, but I think it's going to be a big time name that handles the pressure and I am here for it and I can't wait for it. And I love doing the show with you. And that's going to be all the time we have this week, but As we really get going, we want to thank our incredible sponsors at Sports Pub Media because we always said, Trav, once we get to Masters Week, that's when we're really going to start to take off. So uh, we have incredible partners. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page so all of the content, whether it's Travis's other podcast, all the good stuff that Samantha does on social media, all of that will be at our YouTube page and hit the notification button so whenever it drops, you get notified. All right? That's going to do it for us, for Cody Marrow, our incredible producer, for Samantha, for Sports Pub Media, for my main man, Travis Fulton. I am the coach. Remember, this is the only place every single week that you get to cash out with the coaches. Good luck. Yep.